Health reimbursement arrangements, or HRAs, are a modern way for employers to provide employees health benefits. Rather than a one-size-fits-all plan or leaving it to employees to cover plan costs on their own, employers can now offer their employees a tax-free allowance to purchase benefits that meet their unique needs. Welcome to HRpreneur. I'm Jim Duffy. From Main Street to your street, the HRpreneur podcast is centered around helping small businesses like yours gain the knowledge you need from HR, payroll, and hiring to time, taxes, benefits, and insurance. Today, we're joined by two guests from Take Command, a Dallas, Texas-based SaaS platform that helps employers reimburse their employees for health insurance. Andy Lang is Vice President of People Operations, and Kyle Estep is Vice President of Policy and Partnerships. Andy and Kyle, welcome to HRpreneur. It's great to have you join us. Thanks for having us. This, is, this should be a fun, uh, a fun conversation. Yeah. Hi, Jim. Thanks. We're excited to talk uh, health insurance. Sounds great. All right. So before we dive in, just a quick word to our listeners about our topic today. The information we're about to provide and discuss is not intended to be legal or tax advice. For specific questions about your business or the details contained in this presentation, employers should consult with their counsel and tax advisors. So Andy, let's get started. As an HR leader, what is your prime directive for your business? That is such a great question, and it's a moving target these days because HR really just used to be take complaints, make sure that you know we keep our nose clean and do benefits. It, in, in recent years, a decade, it really has been about driving uh, business goals as much as it is uh, the HR classic, quote unquote, HR functions. And so I think, you know, I kind of break it down that the, the main thing we want to focus on is, is making sure that we are helping the business with everything that we spend money on, all of the resources, human and otherwise, uh, and also empowering our team to be really, really good at their jobs, if I'm being honest. Uh, that's, that's the most important thing. And there's a lot of flavors of that. But simply, simply put, I think that's how it is the question. Got it. I appreciate that. So uh, group health insurance costs are jumping more than they have in years. And, and we've seen recent articles uh, in the Wall Street Journal and elsewhere uh, reporting on this. So what can business owners do to combat these high costs and still take care of their employees? Yeah, Jim, it's a good question. And I think, you know, there's a lot of different strategies and tactics we see out there employed by business owners and their HR teams, you know, oftentimes in consultation with with benefits uh, consultants. One strategy we see a lot is what I'd call cost shifting to the employees. And this can happen in a couple different ways. You know, one is upping the deductibles and other out-of-pocket costs, because at the end of the day, that can kind of help keep premiums in check. Uh, Another way to shift those costs to the employees, frankly, is to kind of dial back the employer's contribution towards that monthly premium while asking the employees to chip in more of their paychecks, you know, every couple weeks or each month. You know, the other way that we see companies trying to combat these rising costs is by taking a more hands-on approach to the risk management piece of having a group health insurance plan. So particularly if you're a mid-sized company or more, uh, you might see people coming to you and saying, well, you need to put a wellness program in place and you should really think about going self-insured or level funded. And, you know, maybe we should strip out this pharmacy benefit management company you're using and replace it with another more effective one. You know, for certain companies that really want to lean into the risk management, and again, with with greater risk can potentially come greater reward, but also greater risk, 
you know, we see a lot of, of strategies out there getting pushed on them. You know, what we're going to talk about today, frankly, is a little bit of a different strategy where the employer simply says, you know what, I've got a budget, I'm going to set it, and, and that's the amount of kind of health insurance uh, funding I'm going to provide to my employees. And we'll go into that more later, but, but obviously a, a lot of different strategies out there, and, and we understand some employers might be overwhelmed at times. Got it. I appreciate that. So just real quickly, let's level set here. If I'm a small business owner, do I even need to offer health insurance? I'll take that one. That's, that's a great question. I mean, really short answer. No, you, you don't have to. Uh, I mean, need is an interesting word. You don't have to, you're not required to, but of course you can offer insurance. I think a lot of small business owners, frankly, don't know that they can. They don't, they certainly don't know how to do it. I think they, I think most small business owners, and if you're a listener and you're a small business owner, you understand why you would do it. You know, trying to compete with the other businesses that are offering insurance is definitely one of the reasons. Uh, keeping your team, uh, you know, when people have health issues, if they don't have insurance or they're, or they're self-insuring some other way or they, they have low quality insurance, you know, they get into health troubles and they might have to leave uh, just for those reasons alone. So there's a retention issue there as well. And then, and then, of course, if you're a small business owner and you're growing and you're getting close to that 50, for those that don't know, when you get to 50 employees, you're going to have to offer insurance. Having some sort of a solution so that you can on-ramp and are prepared to do it and it's not this massive change for you and your organization is also a huge, a huge benefit to, to kind of what we're talking about. But short answer, no, you don't have to, but it's highly recommended and more and more because of programs like HRAs that Kyle will get into, uh, you can Thank you for that, Andy. You mentioned there were new models of HRAs. Can you walk us through what those are and why they are a fit for employee benefits? Yeah, Jim, I can take that one. So health reimbursement arrangements have been around for a long time, but we have two new ones that became available in recent years. Now, I apologize in advance for the acronym kind of alphabet soup here, but they're technically called an ICRA, an Individual Coverage HRA, or a Qualified Small Employer HRA, a QSERA, so ICRA and QSERA. Um, for the purposes of this discussion, you know, they're kind of chocolate and vanilla. Um, they're very similar flavors of ice cream with slight nuances that we don't need to get into. But the gist is, this is a simple way to offer health insurance to your employees. Rather than you going out to the market as an employer and purchasing a group health plan for your employees and kind of taking on that responsibility, uh, instead, you come up with a budget, an allowance that you can provide to your employees, tax-free for both you and your employees, and let them shop for the individual plan that best meets their need. So you go from, uh, you know, the catch term is offering a defined benefit to now providing a defined contribution to your employees. So thank you, Kyle. Isn't individual health insurance bad insurance? I mean, are they even equals? Yeah, you know, this is a common misperception in the market. And, you know, 20 years ago, if you try to do a program like this, it would not have gone well with your employees because the insurance companies uh, had the ability to kind of discriminate and charge, frankly, more money for sick people, to, be, to put it bluntly. The reality is, is that when the Affordable Care Act came out, it created some fundamental changes that made this market for people buying their own policies 
um, very fair. So it doesn't matter if you're sick, healthy, or otherwise, you can get a good policy from a great insurance company at a fair price. And what we are seeing is more and more insurance companies, many of the brands and names that we're going to be familiar with from the world of benefits, you know, the Blue Crosses of the world, United Healthcare's of the world, you know, you name them, they're kind of offering policies now to folks that just want them. And these policies offer, you know, the same, if not better coverage than the group health plans that are out there today. Excellent. So if I can ask you to reflect on your own client base, uh, what are some of the things that HRA solve for? In other words, what keeps your clients up at night? The first one I'm going to call out is cost uncertainty. For folks that might uh, have a group plan in place, you know, every year they get hit with the renewal and there's a lot of angst leading up to that moment. You don't know what the insurance company might want to charge your company next year. And God forbid you had a couple of employees get really sick and maybe your rates went up. So I'd say the first thing that this solves for is that cost uncertainty that many small businesses face with a group plan. Now you get to set a budget and create an allowance for your employees so they can pick the plan that best meets their need, which leads me right into the second thing that gets most employers excited, is that ability for employees to choose the coverage that best meets the needs of their, them and their families. So the health plan that provides access to the doctors and the drugs that they need uh, at a price they're comfortable with. And so they can you know, buy the richer plan with the lower deductible if they want, or they can you know, buy the cheaper plan with maybe a higher deductible. It's really up to them. Excellent. So Andy, if I can ask, uh, reflecting on what uh, Kyle was just saying, so in your, in your role, how have HRAs helped you balance those and help recruit and retain? Going back to kind of my intro about what our uh, primary objective is in HR and on my team, really what it does, if I'm just being honest, it gets me out of the weeds of managing other people's health insurance. And it really um, helps educate, get my, my employees to really learn how to use their, their benefit. I, I really think of it like a 401k. We have a lot of young folks since they're, they're, we offer a 401k and we're the first, we're the first ones that they've ever had. And there's a, there's a lot of education around it, but from here on forward, they now know how to use a 401k. And I think this is kind of the same thing that we really, I, I really, the primary thing we get out of it is I get, I get to not spend a lot of time in health insurance and it's been instead really spend time uh, working with, with employees understanding how to use their benefit. Got it. I appreciate the clarification. Uh, so this is to either one of you. Are HRAs just for small businesses? Well, it's definitely true that we're seeing a lot of small businesses attracted to this model. In fact, about 80% of the small businesses that we serve at Take Command, our company, are new to offering benefits for the first time. So it can be a great on-ramp to putting a health insurance program in place. That said, we're also seeing companies using this as an off-ramp from their traditional group health plan model. You know, if you've had a group health plan in place and, you know, for whatever reason you're not satisfied with it and you want to give more employee choice, this can be a great kind of next step. And in fact, the fastest growing segment right now, based on some data from an organization called the HRA Council, is actually companies with more than 50 employees, or what we call an applicable large employer. These are companies that have to write health insurance and you know, decide, hey, you know what, if we're going to have to write health insurance, we want to do it in this form. So funny enough, that segment's actually growing even faster than the small business segment right now. Very interesting for sure. Uh, when you think across the industries that you serve, what types of industries are you seeing use this benefit model, say, more than others? 
Yeah, so in the small business world, we're seeing a lot of nonprofits, uh, you know, local, let's say, healthcare offices like a dental practice or a physician's office. We're also seeing small uh, professional services firms, so maybe a small consulting or accounting or law firm that wants to compete with larger professional outfits. As we move a little bit more up market, we're seeing um, large services companies, hospitality uh, businesses, uh, logistics companies. So, you know, any company where, frankly, um, the cost of their employees' health insurance represents a pretty sizable uh, line item in their budget, uh, they're, ta- they're starting to take a look at this. Yeah, so up front, you apologize, rather, for the um, acronyms, ICRA, QSERA. It, it can sound awfully complicated. Uh, but at the end of the day, for a small business owner, what's required of the small business owner to, to get this started? Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's, it doesn't just sound complicated. It is complicated. And that's one of the reasons why I went into business was to, to solve that problem and take the complication out so that all, really all you need to do is get set up with an HRA. You need, you need a, an administrator to help you do that. Even if you're a large em- employer, you're still going to want someone to help you do that. So that's where we can come in, small and large you know, that's on the, the employer side. And on the employee side, once you're set up, you know, we kind of take it from there. We help your employees shop. We help educate. We help onboard. We make sure that everybody that has something to do knows what they need to do and how to do it. Um, so it, it's actually pretty straightforward, as complicated as it is. Okay. No, I appreciate that. Uh, when you think about the savings, uh, what types of savings do you see among your clients? Yeah, so when it comes to savings, there are a lot of small employers out there right now who might not be offering health insurance, but are telling employees, hey, I've put a little extra money, a stipend in your paycheck to help you pay for health insurance. Well, for those small employers, setting up a program like this is an immediate tax savings opportunity uh, for both the business and the employees, because you go from giving this person, you know, essentially what the IRS deems is extra wages that you're paying payroll taxes on and they're paying income taxes on to setting up a program like this where, hey, you tell that employee you're giving them 200 bucks a month for health insurance, they're getting the full $200 a month on their paycheck. So for small businesses already doing some sort of taxable stipend, you should definitely set up an HRA uh, for those immediate savings. As for companies that might be looking at moving from a group plan to this model and are trying to gauge relative cost, we see savings on average of about 20% uh, when making that move. That's um, certainly notable for sure. Uh, What happens if I don't have an HR department? How does it work then? Again, uh, I'll just be really brief here. You just need a couple hours a month. Once you're set up with us and you have an HRA uh, platform that you're using a couple, you know, somebody you just we we train somebody in your office. If you're an office of three, one of you can do it, and all of a sudden you you go from no no benefits to having benefits that look like a big company. Excellent, a definite advantage for sure. There, uh, can you guys explain? Does does an HRA sync up with payroll? Yes, it does. Uh, through our software and a lot of other maybe competitor software. You can run reports that will sync up with your payroll. They they will you just you put it in there. ADP is one of the, one of the providers that we can work with, and uh, it's pretty straightforward once you learn how to do it. But it's just another um, reimbursement that you sync with payroll. Okay, uh, what would setup look like if a business owner was interested in reimbursing their employees with an HRA? What would that setup look like? 
Yeah, good question. One of the fun things about these programs is you can literally decide you want to start offering this health insurance benefit in the morning and have your employees enrolling in coverage by that afternoon. It's quick and easy. We've got small business specialists on our team that literally just sit there all day answering common questions from small business owners and HR teams uh, to make sure they feel comfortable with our end-to-end platform where we're going to you know, designate or create all the you know, formal plan documents you need to, to check all the compliance boxes. We're going to give you that easy-to-use administrative portal for the HR team or the business owner, as well as, if not most importantly, take care of your employees, helping them shop for coverage using the allowance that you're providing. Uh, you know, as, as far as next steps, you know, we work very closely with the ADP small business team and uh, reach out to them. They can, you know, help you determine if this type of model might be great for you. And, and if so, you know, take command. We'd love to, to help you get a program set up and running pronto. Fantastic. Uh, greatly appreciate your time. So Andy and Kyle with Take Command, uh, thank you both. Uh, great, great insights, and we appreciate your sharing uh, them with us. So this brings us to the end of this episode. Again, I want to thank you for joining us. And presented by ADP, HRpreneur focuses on the entrepreneurs and business drivers who are shaping the growth of their companies and positively impacting the lives of their employees. With each episode, we'll bring the experts to you like we did today. We'll answer your questions and we'll help you think beyond today so you can discover more success tomorrow. As always, thanks for listening to HRpreneur. Be well, and we hope you'll join us again soon.